0: Welcome back to Moments in the Word. I'm Rick Garland, your host. Glad to have you with me today as uh, I get into a little bit of a personal story today uh, with some devotional thoughts kind of mixed in. Uh, This is April of 2020 that I'm recording this. Sorry, 2021. (laughs) And uh, so a week and two days ago, uh, my family and I were in a major car accident uh, we drive a, a Toyota Prius, and we went kind of half head-on, half T-bone with a, a full-size pickup truck, both going about 55 miles an hour. And as you can imagine, my car was totaled. Um, it was just a horrific accident. The police were shocked that we actually walked away from it. It was a true testament to to the sovereignty of God that we walked away from that. I mean, everybody I show that picture to my chiropractor, my doctor. Uh, friends, family, people who see it, they look at it and they're shocked that we walked away. They're shocked that we were not uh, badly hurt or killed in the accident. And uh, the the entire front of the car is taken off and, and only one door opened. We were all kind of pinned in. We had to, a passerby came to help pull the kids out the back windows and and uh, I had to be kind of helped pulled across to to the passenger side to get out. Uh, all of our doors were, were jammed shut. And it was it was a horrific moment for me. That moment right before impact, and you see it coming, and you have just a split second to, to realize, oh man, this is happening. This is this is actually going to happen. And realizing, you know, I closed my eyes and realized this is this I'm probably going to die here. This is it. And uh, we spun around a few times, and I opened my eyes, and I couldn't see because my glasses flew out the window. And uh, praise the Lord, there again much to our surprise. We found them fully intact, lying on the road. I was able to put them back on and see. Um, And I was bleeding pretty heavily from my hand. Uh, Glass took large, uh, poor pieces of skin out of my hand. But we went to the ER and got CT scans and and x-rays and no internal damages. And that was a real blessing. But it was a horrific accident. And it was just that moment When you see the car coming, I looked to my left and saw the car coming and realized, this is it. This is probably how I'm going to die. Today, in this place, in this way, this is it. And uh, I didn't. And I walked away. And I was back to work a week later. And uh, I had the Lord to thank for that. It was completely the doing of God that, that got us through that. It was a miracle. It was a, a, a moment where we can look and see a divine hand reaching down and, 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 and having a part in our lives. There's, there's no way around it. I mean, nobody who looks at my car can find an earthly explanation for how we weren't severely injured besides bruises and cuts and the thing, things like that. But I can, as I look at it, You know, um, I see the hand of God. Now, if I had died, it would have been just as much the hand of God. (laughs) But it was the hand of God that protected us. I don't want to dwell on that necessarily, um, but it was so frustrating for me having this happen. Uh, It interrupted our lives. I missed my preaching appointment the next day at a church I was supposed to preach at. And uh, it's going to cost us money out of pocket that we didn't plan on spending. And we had to find a new car. We'll have to pay on a car longer. We had that one almost paid off. You know, there, it's impacted our lives in an unfavorable way, for sure. And I look at that, and I can say, on the one hand, yes. Thank God we are alive. It's definitely a mercy of the Lord that we are alive. And yet a lot of seemingly bad things came of it too. So what do we, what do we make of these situations in our lives? What do we make of these moments in our lives? Well, Number one, what came to mind that day as we were in the ER, emotionally wrecked, physically hurt, my thoughts went to Romans 8, 28. I know we all love that verse, don't we? We all know it by heart. All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose but it's more than a bumper sticker phrase. It's more than a a t-shirt phrase. It's true. All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. I used that when I preached my mom's funeral and I meant it then. I have since that moment, when she died, it was probably the deepest depths of despair I've ever been in. And yet, I look at that verse and I say, all things work together for good. Nothing, and I preach this, nothing ever happens to the detriment of a believer. Even if it looks bad from our end, I don't have it in front of me, but you can look it up. Corey Ten Boom always quoted a poem about a weaving. But we only see the the one side, but God sees the other. And on our side, it looks jumbled and it looks confusing and messed up but when you turn it over the side that God sees it's a beautiful crown and I had a chance to see whether that was just preaching right did I really believe that or am I just preaching it because I think a lot of preachers preach things they don't really believe they don't really in practical application they don't believe the things that they say they believe it theologically they believe it with their their mind and I don't want to be that kind of preacher And so here I was, faced with this moment, and as I sat in the emergency room, my thought went to, nothing happens to the detriment of a believer. Even though there's bad financial consequences from this accident, even though there's going to be fallout from this accident, even though things are not going as I planned them, nothing is to my detriment, because... We have to go on to the next verse. Why do all things work together for good to those who love God? Because those he before knew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So since everything that happens to us is conforming us to the image of his son, everything is worked out for our good because everything is working to conform us to the image of Jesus. Not everything but the accident was good. I had some sin I had to deal with in my life some things I was running from. And as the car accident happened, before I even got out of the car, I sat there bleeding, my head ringing, spinning from the impact. And yet in those moments, as everybody else being taken out of the car, I, 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 it's as if I heard a voice, I, I'm not saying I heard a voice, but it's as if I, it was so clear in my mind, Jonah, you're Jonah. This is the whale. This is the big fish. This accident. There's nowhere left to run. Confess and go and do the will of God. And I did. I did. So, in that way, I can look at the accident and say the accident is working to conform me more to the image of Christ. That's true. Romans eight twenty eight. I didn't know the accident was coming until the moment of impact. and Yet God knew it all the day before that happened and the day before and the day before that. He knew it was coming. He's sovereign. He could have stopped it. He didn't. In the Psalms it says, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. That means... If I'm a Christian, trying to walk uprightly, and I am, I have sin issues I deal with, as all Christians do, but that means nothing that's good will he withhold from me. So if it was good for me to have the accident, I had the accident. If it were good for me not to have the accident, I wouldn't have had the accident. Meaning that the accident itself was good for me in that moment, according to the wisdom of God. And so we trust him. So we trust him. So we lean on him. So we rely upon his wisdom. Do we really rely upon God to say that what he wants for us is best? Then I have to look at this accident and say, and I did. That night I walked outside of the emergency room. I stood there and looked at the skies. And I said, thank you for this accident. Because we're going to give thanks for everything the Bible says. And if God's not going to withhold good things from us, that that accident must have been good for me. And he's working all things for my good to conform me to to the image of Christ. And all of these passages came to mind. And so I want to tell you, we can rely on him. We can trust him. But what if, what if his plan brings us suffering Pain, loss financial burden or possibly if the accident had gone just a little bit differently my death, the death of my family well that's the question doesn't it? that's the question do we really believe that he's wise and loving and that he has our best at heart if we do then whatever comes to us, we say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Even when we don't see the purpose of the time. I was listening to the Elizabeth la podcast recently a lot, and she said, we never need to know God's reasons. I love that. So even when we don't know the reasons, we trust and we say, thank you. I don't know all the reasons for the accident. I know some of the reasons. I know my Jonah moment was a reason. I don't know if that was the only one or not. But the point is, nothing ever happens to our detriment. Everything that happens to us happens to conform us to the image of Christ. Loss of a loved one? Yes. Yes. The loss of a job, yes. The loss of a home, yes. The loss of a car, yes. The loss of money, yes. The loss of anything. Everything that comes to us, comes to us from the hand of God. And everything that comes to us from the hand of God is good for us. You say, I don't see the good. Fine. That's fine. But rest. Rest. Trust. Rest in his wisdom. Rest in his kindness. Rest in his grace and his mercy. And say, God, I don't see why. But I'm resting in you. Thank you for this horrible situation I'm in without which I could not be conformed to your image. Even Satan can't touch us without God's permission. Don't you see that in Job? It was God that directed Satan to Job. Then it was God who put limits on what Satan could do, both in the first and second chapters. The second chapter going back and saying, okay, now you can hurt him, right? But don't don't take his life. Even if it's Satan attacking us, it comes from the hand of God. And we say, thank you. Thank you. I trust you. I rest in you. I was going to make this episode about Romans 8.28, but I think I'll make it more about Ephesians 5. I think it's 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I hope I quoted that right. I don't have it in front of me. In everything, give thanks. And having been there recently myself, yes, even from car accidents, thank you, God, for putting me in a position where I had to finally confess that sin. Thank you for preserving our lives through it. And thank you for whatever else you have planned to come from it. That was the most horrible moment of my life but thank you. I trust you. Heavenly Father, help us to trust you more. Help us to to realize that everything that comes to us comes to us from your hand. And we're to be thankful for everything, whether we're getting a job or losing it, buying a house or losing it, marrying a spouse or burying a spouse, having a child or burying a child, whether we're sick or whether we're well, all comes from you, and to you we're to give thanks because everything that happens to us is working out for our good to conform us to the image of your Son. In his name we pray. Amen.